Welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network, coming to you from the TeacherCast studios since 2011. Join us each week as we bring you the latest educational news, ed tech updates, and hottest interviews with today's most influential leaders in education. And now, for your host, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Teacher Cast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making Teacher Cast your home for professional development. This is Teacher Cast Podcast, episode number 215, and I have a fantastic show for you today. Today, we're going to be learning all about a fantastic math application that is, has a special offer for all teachers out there, especially in the times that we're living today. Speaking of which, I hope you guys had a great holiday and are doing well. I know myself, we're going into our fifth week of distance learning. I'd like to hear from you guys, learn what's going on. And if you guys are interested in learning about what's going on in our world here, you can, of course, check out everything over on teachercast.net. And if you're a tech coach, we are now doing weekly tech coach meetings. Would love to have you guys be a part of our TeacherCast Tech Coaches Network. We meet every single Wednesday night at 8.30 Eastern. Have about 70, 75 tech coaches or so on the call throughout the hour. Would love to have you guys join us. And if you guys know anybody in professional development, please feel free to reach out, invite us. You can, of course, find us on Twitter at TeacherCast and check out everything over on TeacherCast.net. My guest today is the founder and CEO of Orgo Education, who's been serving educators for over 25 years. I want to bring on Mr. James Burnett. James, how are you today? Welcome to the show. Uh, g'day, Jeff. How are you? Yes, I had to get up early for this. It's, uh, it's now 7 a.m. in Australia. Thank you so much for your time. And right off the bat, let me just ask, how are things in Australia? How, how is life? How are you guys adjusting to what we're calling here in the States the new normal? I hope it's not the new normal, but we're, yeah, we're doing the same as you. We're isolating. We've been doing this probably a little longer than you guys. Uh, and as a result, uh, we have certainly flattened the curve. Uh, we're, we're coming out the other end. So there's good news for you all. Uh, if you just keep doing what you've been asked to do, stay isolated, then we will get to the other side of this. Now, we're looking at about a month, month or so. You know, some people have been doing it for more than a month. How long has Australia been affected? How did the news break? What, what has life been like before, during and after all of this for you? In much the same re much the same time as it has in the U.S. Because I, I flew home from the U.S. My last trip was uh, I think I got home on the 8th of February. At that stage, it was just talk of it. There was more talk back home, as I know, because when I was in America, I was reading news articles about Australians hoarding toilet paper. Would you believe it? And I got home to all that. Yes, we did not have much toilet paper around. <laughs> but uh, as a result, that our prime minister was moving very quickly to to make changes and offer stimulus packages way back in early February. Uh, you know, for, for companies like my own and, and for individuals as well. So, um, yeah, we're just dealing with this, uh, I guess, new temporary norm. Now, tell us a little bit about Orgo Education. You guys have a fantastic math curriculum for, for teachers and for students. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, first of all, uh, we, I founded the company uh, well, with my co-founder back in 1995. And we're a small company. We only have about 100 employees uh, across uh, a few countries. Um, and, and we just develop, or we teach math conceptually, that means with understanding, uh, and we develop thinking and reasoning skills. So uh, we were one of the first, well, I think we were the first one to develop a core program for uh, the Common Core when it came out. And I say that because similarly with this um, crisis, if you like, uh, I believe we're the first to develop 
from the ground up a solution for this new world that we are in. Um, so what does that look like? It's about providing instruction for children. We haven't just gone out, as far as I can tell, a lot of companies will, do, as, as they should, they just quickly made their content available for people to sign in, free trials, use this now, you know, get as many people using their, their content as possible. No, um, we were able to work around the clock because I got people in different uh, time zones around the world and uh, we developed a program in two weeks. So one unique program for the US and one unique program for Australia, um, uh, specific to the needs of those areas. And it involves instruction, not just practice. And that's most important. Now, you're here today to share some pretty big news that you're offering something pretty amazing to the teachers. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, well, that's, that's, our, that's our at home solution. So Origo at home, it is free. It does not require a login, which I think is important. We don't want your email address. Just go, get on there and use this content. You, you hear them talking about flattening the curve for coronavirus. Well, you need to flatten the curve of forgetting. Uh, there's lots of research that says students um, will lose a lot of learning, a, a lot of their understanding uh, by having these long breaks. And in the Northern Hemisphere, as you know, you had the extremely long summer break. Well, now this is going to be extended. So you have to get on and and start teaching uh, children. Parents will need to do this at home. Teachers will need to make sure they're actually providing instruction, not just what I would call practice. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's that's what it's about. So it's 20 to 30 minutes of instruction every day, uh, and we're rolling one week at a time uh, for until it's until this ends. Uh, and, and honestly. You know, it's, I think it's going to go on to the fall uh, and there's actually now talk, I just read yesterday, there's now talk about going even beyond that. Some schools, some states are talking about not going back even immediately in the fall. It might be an extended summer break. You know, that's a scary thing. You know, we have a chance to talk to tech coaches from around the country and, and, and get a chance to really see what's going on. And, and even, you know, a lot of the people who have been on the TeacherCast podcast recently, you know, we're looking at, are we going back in September? And even if we do, do we have a contingency plan in case this happens in October, November, December? I got to tell you, James, that's a scary concept right there. It's a scary concept. I feel for parents. I'm a father of three myself. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel for parents and uh, I really feel for teachers. So, yeah, it is a scary thought. Um, and and for, for a number of reasons, but you really need to I think teachers just need to pick the big ideas, uh, as we are. So what are the big ideas? They, they can't be attempting to cover everything. I mean, I, I'm, I'm K or pre-K six mathematics, that's all we do. So, you know, I'm looking at the big ideas there. What are the big ideas we have to address uh, to help maintain their, their concepts and skills over this period? And you can't do it all. If teachers attempt to do that all, I mean, I'll go crazy. Uh, so it's just a matter of picking those big ideas, focusing on those and see what you can to provide instruction over those weeks. And yeah, I, I just, uh, I, I fear the worst, I have to be honest. I, I do think that this may get extended into September, October. Well, you know, somebody who has six-year-old triplets like I do, and we're trying to keep them active, we're trying to keep them occupied, we're trying to keep them off the ceiling, frankly. Mm. You know, parents like us here aren't in the classrooms. Maybe we know the math skills, but we're not quite adept on teaching the math skills. The website is Origo Education. That's O-R-I-G-O education.com forward slash at home. And as you said, free resources, 
pre-K to six. That's right in my wheelhouse. I'm looking forward to, to doing this stuff with my kids. Talk to us a little bit about the program here. Is this something that parents can sign up for? Is this something that teachers can sign up for? Both. Who are we looking to go to the site and, and, and sign up for this? We've got almost six digits and people have signed up. So almost 100,000 people have signed up. And uh, it is both, I can tell you, Jeff. So uh, a large number of parents. Uh, we don't see that data, but we just, just from people talking to us and through social media, we're on Twitter, of course, too. So mm -hmm. a lot of parents. And I remember one Twitter one tweet, one lady says, this doesn't even feel like mathematics. Um, and, and that's the secret of it, because um, that's the new norm. And if you're teaching, if teachers, I know your audience are teachers, their challenge is to try and teach children, but the children are uh, with their parents. So in the subject of mathematics, there's so much anxiety anyway. Uh, and now the parents are struggling because they're seeing this math another way, which they're not used to seeing. And so you're almost providing instruction for both parents and children. And then that's why we use a lot of videos to help parents understand, you know, what is this new style of, of math? Why, why are we doing it this way? Uh, so it's where, you know, I think more in a unique situation than, than maybe uh, some other subject areas uh, like that. And one of the things that I love about your site and about your platform is you're not only able to help out both teachers and parents, but you also provide a bunch of amazing resources. Talk to us a little bit about some of the things that you can find on Origo Insights. Uh, on on Orgo at, at home, you mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll find online games. But ga our belief is to is to teach mathematics um, with with discourse. So learning is a social process. So our games it's not going to provide because you're on a device. The the device is not going to correct you if you're wrong. It requires the person you're working with. To, to have a discussion with you. So the games will, will help you. Um, it's essentially a digital game and, and you talk it through with, with someone. In this case, it's either the teacher or the parent. Uh, you're going to find that. You're going to find problem solving activities, so applications of mathematics, hands-on activities. We'll get the children going outside and you'll do activities outside or using something outside uh, to generate the mathematics. Uh, is, there's a routine, by the way. We have a, a structured routine for the week. So Monday is always a um, always a, a share, as a video involved. We might be sharing a story, a book, digital book, albeit. And then we have a hands-on day. I think it's Tuesday. Um, I can't remember the order of these things. Um, we have a, a problem-solving day, our applications, and we have a practice game. Uh, sorry, practice day, and we have games as well. So to make mathematics engaging. So it's all those routines, and we have to draw on, I mean, we turn this around in two weeks, so we're drawing on our full bag of resources uh, to provide engaging activities and make children want to do mathematics. That's the challenge you have. I was just out walking yesterday, dodging kangaroos here because we live in a rural area, and I met a new, I met a new, no, seriously did, um, we met a new neighbour, and uh, she says, i got, I got five children at home five children at home and she's trying to support those children you know and they just want to have an extended break we're in our easter autumn break we call it here and they just want to have an extended break so she's trying to get them all uh just doing mathematics and this is such a, a challenge uh so you really got to engage them. you've got to have things that are really they want to do 
you know, it's it's not easy. All right. And I'm going to I'm always going to go back to the fact that my, you know, my, my amazing wife is sitting here trying to do kindergarten with three kids. We only have two computers. Not everybody has one computer per kid. This mm. stuff here has to be active. It has to be engaging. I'm kind of sitting here laughing. I know you can't see what I'm looking at, but I'm watching a ninja frog look at a, a, a ladybug on your site here. You've got an amazing free game here called Num Fu. I'm looking forward Num to putting Fu. my kid on this. Num Fu. Tell me yeah. a little bit about this. Uh, Num Fu is uh, they were actually developed a couple of years ago uh, to, to practice a basic back strategy. So many, if, if you had parents listening, they might, or even high school teachers or, or secondary school teachers, they may think of uh, tables. Right? We all learned tables as kids. Elementary teachers call them you know, number facts. So uh, those numfu apps is one for each operation the four operations are, are for practicing basic facts but they're structured according to the strategies it's not structured to a traditional way that we all learn when we were kids it's structured according to strategies the strategies that good contemporary standards be it the common core the virginia state standards the texas ticks just what good uh, contemporary standards address these days like the count on strategy the use doubles make 10 uh, doubling for multiplication. Uh, yeah, we, we focus on those strategies. So they, you know, we're addressing the contemporary approach to mathematics. If you're looking to do something amazing with your students, again, pre-K to six years old, check out all the stuff over at OregoEducation.com. James, I want to ask you here, now that you're saying Australia is, is on the other end of the curve, I, I still believe right now as we're recording this, the U.S. is still going up our side. Yeah, what I is agree. The, what are you seeing as the entrance plan? I know we've already talked about the fact that maybe September we're still going to be out, but I mean, is life coming back to normal? Are malls and parks opening? How, how, what does this look like when people actually can open their doors and step foot outside? At this stage, we're not we're not talking about that. We're clean, we're right at Easter, as you know, uh, around the world. So this is where where we traditionally go out and we we camp and 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 do those sorts of things. So even though we're coming out the other side, our government's been, our state and federal government's telling us, do not go anywhere. Uh, that's the number one thing. This is the time to be more vigilant. Do not start, you know, uh, taking your foot off the brake. We have to clamp down hard and stay inside. Uh, and I expect this is going to be here for at least another month. Mm. Uh, schools here are talking about going back at the end of second term, start of third term. So we obviously... Your summer break aligns to our winter break. So at the end of July, uh, in the depth of our winter, which is not very cold, by the way, uh, we, will, we are talking about coming back. There's also talk about extending all the way through to the end of third term. So third term is uh, right through to our spring break, which is around September. So that's what I am anticipating. Uh, and I have to think carefully about that as a company because of, of the support that we've got to continue to offer to parents and teachers. So this at-home solution, uh, I suspect, will go that long, maybe even further. I really don't know, Jeff. You know, I, I, I sometimes forget that, right? Like we're looking at it saying, let's just get the school year over with. Let's finish this thing up. Let's, you know, let's no. make a call and run no. with it. But I, I forget people in your position in Australia you're getting hit at the beginning of the school year, right? Yeah. Uh, well, no, we're, no our, we, we just started our school year. We're just in the first term. So, uh, yeah, we, we had one term of schooling. It's, we'll, we will potentially lose, lose the next two school terms, next two quarters. Uh, so it's going to be a very short year for us. Um, I, I'm, 
I'm more concerned about the US because, let me explain if it, not talking mathematics for a minute, <laughs> if, if summer's extended, if your summer break, if you like, is extended through to September, October, I, if I was in government, I would, I'm certainly no uh, medical expert, but I'd be reluctant to let schools come back in the depth of your winter. I mean, that's why the Northern Hemisphere, if you look at anything global, and in Australia we get a lot of international news, it's the Northern Hemisphere has been hit hard with this coronavirus. I mean, we've only had 60 deaths, six zero deaths, all in our whole country. Uh, but we're in our summer, so in the summer months, your immune system's stronger, you're out getting sunshine. Uh, now, I can't imagine that they're going to let the schools go back in the depth of the winter. So if they don't get back in September, October, there's another school of thought that they may not get it back at all until next summer right. in 2021. I mean, that's a scary thought. Uh, so, you know, keep that in mind. You don't think long, short term, despite what you're hearing from governments, make your own judgment about what's happened. A year and a half at home in quarantine uh, with the triplets. Oh, my God. I don't <laughs> <laughs> How do you do it? <laughs> I don't know if I can answer that one. <laughs> James, look, there, there's obviously, look, we, we could talk forever about the coronavirus. Yeah. That's not why we're here today. We're here no. to celebrate the great things that's happening in education. One more time, where can we get a hold of these great resources that you guys have to offer from Oregon Education? Yes, you got to go to oregoeducation.com forward slash at home, one word. Uh, on there, you'll, you'll probably see two flags. You're obviously going to choose the U.S. flag, uh, get in there, access that content, and it will be there as, as, long, as, I, as, as long as it's needed. Uh, you know, let's hope it's only maybe four months' work. It could be six months' work. Let, let's, uh, let's hope for the best. But uh, as a business, I need to plan for the worst. Well, thank you so much, James, for coming on. And, you know, if this thing does stretch out, I would love to have you come back on. Maybe we can share some of the great resources, have a few teachers on and talk all about how we can do this. Because, you know, math education, everybody, obviously that's one of the most important things. Every single day I take each of my kids out. We do our, our numbers. We do our letters. We, we're trying the best that we can, both as teachers, but also as parents who are trying to raise our kid. We want to know how you guys are doing it. If you're a teacher, parent, anybody out there who's working through this, and believe me, it should be everybody, we would love to hear from you guys. Reach out to us over on TeacherCast.net. Find us on Twitter, at TeacherCast, and we would love to keep in touch with you guys. And let us know that you've tried out Oregon Education. I think it's an amazing platform. I'm looking forward to continuing working with it with our students here. And I can't say thanks to James and everybody else who's out there in the ed tech world for making these resources available. So, James, one more time, thanks so much for joining us today and uh, being a part of our TeacherCast family. Thanks, Jeff. Look forward to seeing you again. And, of course, we want to say thank you to you guys for checking out the TeacherCast podcast and making us a part of your professional development. This is episode number 215. You can find out more over on TeacherCast.net. And on behalf of James and everybody here in the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students. You've been listening to the TeacherCast Educational Network, hosted by Jeff Bradbury. Please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at TeacherCast or online at www.teachercast.net. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.